Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. and Oilers just went full Harlem Globetrotters on that shift. What a glove save made by Skinner. What's so exciting for the fans of Edmonton? They deserve it. Zach Hyman finds the rebound. This is the best power play that's ever been assembled in NHL history, and so they have the stats to back that eye test up. And Nugent Hopkins is going to pick up point number 100. All right, two bits of business for you. Well, one bit of conjecture, but first a bit of business. Love the show. Let's do it every day. Pops out to nurse. A shot scores. You've got Connor McDavid rewriting history here. To McDavid scores! There's number 50! And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 Chad. Carry on my wayward son. There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry no more. Bob Stauffer joining you in the 630 Chad Studios. Born on this date back in 1950 from the rock group Kansas, the late Robert Steinhardt. Of course, uh, many of you uh, probably are quite familiar with the song Dustin the Wind. Was, uh, what was a Will Ferrell movie where uh, that uh, that song ultimately got played? And you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line 780-496-0063. This is Oilers Now. Derek Scott is with us today. Brendan Escott's going to be swinging in, uh, popping in a little bit later on. He's doing a little bit of football today as he gets ready for the Edmonton Elks broadcast this weekend. Cam Moon, Oilers, uh, one of the Oilers' two play-by-play voices, will be uh, sliding in the studio for an hour. We'll have a wide-ranging conversation uh, coming up. And NHL insider John Shannon today for Legacy Heating and Cooling at 135 as well. Here's how you get a hold of us. You can reach us on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline. Yes, it's old school. It's not wedding. Who texts in wedding crashers on Kansas dust in the wind? Come on, man. No, it was old school. Absolutely. Will Ferrell, we saw him. We saw him all during the LA series in various different machinations. Uh, 
at uh, what do they call it now? Crypto.com Arena, where the Oilers had to come back from crypto in game number four. Uh, so, yeah, here's the deal. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you always wanted, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to AshleyFineFloors.com for more information. And uh, you can reach us on the River Career Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. Canadian rock icon Burton Cummings takes the stage June the 8th at the River Cree. Uh, tickets and more info at therivercurryresort.com. Our top story brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a Legacy, Legacy Heating and Cooling. Well, what a difference a year makes. A year ago at this time, the Edmonton Oilers were getting ready for game uh, number five of their playoff series against the Calgary Flames. Okay, Matthew Kachuk and uh, Johnny Goodrow and Elias Lindholm on the on the best regular season line we'd seen in a long time. But the Oilers up three games to one. Uh, we all know what happened. Uh, you know, Connor McDavid scoring in overtime and the unbelievable changes that have resulted in Calgary. And lo and behold, Matthew Kachuk traded to Florida in a trade which, frankly, I thought Brad Treliving won when the trade initially came down. I mean, he got Mackenzie Weger on the back end, and Jonathan Huberto had had a 115-point season. He got a first-round pick in that trade. Uh, a C-grade prospect. And Matthew Kachuk went to Florida. And Florida was on the outside looking in most of the season. We had Bill Zito on the show, the general manager of the Florida Panthers back in January. And they were they were touch and go to make the playoffs. And in fact, had the Pittsburgh Penguins just won at home against not very good teams. If they just won, Florida would have missed the playoffs. The Panthers finished 17th in the regular season. 17th. Well, their goalie got on a heater. There's no other way to say it. Sergei Bobrovsky has been brilliant. Bobrovsky. And the end result is the Florida Panthers, after coming back against the Boston Bruins, who had a record-setting season, nobody saw that happen except Tori Stoffer, who picked Florida in her pool. Uh, I have no idea why she did that. Uh, anyways, Florida came back against Boston. They, uh, they found ways to gut out a uh, four-games-to-one series victory against the Toronto Maple Leafs, which I don't think discouraged many of you out there listening to the show. And then they swept the Carolina Hurricanes in four straight. Now, I will tell you, I took Florida to beat Carolina, mainly because of the injuries that Carolina had. They did not have uh, the good Svechnikov, Andrei Svechnikov, not of Jenny Svechnikov, who was drafted by Detroit back in 2015. Uh, Andrei Svechnikov, a 40-goal scorer. They also didn't have Pacioretty, who at this stage in his career is probably a 22-28 to 28 goal scorer most seasons. Those were big losses. Uh, Taravainen was coming off an injury. I did not see the Florida Panthers. I had them to win the series, but I didn't see them sweep in the Carolina Hurricanes. So, Matthew Kachuk will play for a Stanley Cup. He'll have a chance to play. Florida waiting the winner of Vegas and Dallas, the Vegas Golden Knights, as we go into NHL today, a little bit early today, for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, Drew Shamahorn and his staff at Elite, your local branded merchandise specialist, head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Yes, indeed. Uh, Vegas is up 3 nothing. They got a chance to close out the Dallas Stars. Jamie Benn, a two-game suspension. It was a bad play. It was a brutal play. But it also shows you that the league, uh, 
What, what, what do you say about that? I mean, you got Alex Petrangelo sitting there doing the whirly bird at the stick on Leon Dreisaitl, high sticking him, and he gets a one-game suspension. Um, in my opinion, Benz was worse. It was worse, and he got himself a two-game suspension. There's no way at this stage that Dallas is winning the next two games. Jamie Benz not going to get a chance to play another game in that series. Uh, and for the record, I took Dallas. I thought Jake Ottinger, I thought the Stars had enough to deal with Vegas. But Vegas won those first two games in overtime, rallied in game two to do so, and man, oh man, if you're an Oilers fan right now in oil country, you're probably looking at it. If you're one of the players, you're probably sitting there thinking, we were 2-2 against Vegas. We got a chance. We could have had a chance, man. There's no question. It sucks. It sucks. It's hard. It's a hard lesson. But it also shows you hockey is a unique sport. You know, yesterday, David Staples, and he got some blowback because he brought up luck as a factor as to why Edmonton lost the final two games against Vegas. The Oilers out shooting the Vegas Golden Knights 75-53 to in those two games. Mark Spector said, oh, don't pin this on uh, the goaltender. Uh, Stuart Skinner, this is a team defense. I, I do agree the team defense has to improve. I'm also here to tell you, Stuart Skinner, be the first to tell you, you cannot have two sub-900 save percentages uh, in back-to-back series in the playoffs. Um, but think back to the Oilers taking us on that wonderful run back in 2006. No one saw that coming. You know what? Uh, Florida upsetting Boston, probably a bigger upset than Edmonton against Detroit. And remember, the Oilers did it in six. Uh, we, you know, I know... Spectre and myself had a show at that time called Total Sports, and he predicted that the Detroit Red Wings would win in three. Um, Brownlee, Robin Brownlee and me were two of the guys that had the orders to beat Detroit. Then in round two against San Jose, John Sexton, a smart guy, knows hockey. Stoff, you should have seen the two games in San Jose. The orders aren't winning the series. Oilers rallied from 2 nothing down. By the time Edmonton got to, to win four straight, by the time they got to play the uh, the Anaheim Ducks in round three, I think people were starting to believe in Edmonton a bit, and I think the same sort of things happened with Florida. By the time they got, you're starting to think, are they a team of destiny, right? Can they win this thing? Well, I think they, I think they can. And I think it's got to be stated, you look at Matthew Kachuk, and he's a hell of a player, and he's become a way better player over time. And I want you to think about something. We focus so much today on skill development, and we got, and it is a game that is there for every size of player. You don't have to be six foot two, six foot three, two hundred and twenty pounds. You can be smaller and skilled, but the best guys, they think uh, they can think, but they also know where to go. Okay, and Matthew Kachuk knows where to go on the ice, and he's in everything. So Walt, his father, that's the nickname for Keith Kachuk, who was a power forward back when he played, and uh, they hated him in Vancouver when the Canucks were playing uh, the Winnipeg Jets in the playoffs, but he was a pretty good player. His two sons are a lot to handle. Brady Kachuk is legit tough. Matthew Kachuk is up for the Hart Trophy this year. He's had an unbelievable, like, this is crazy what's going on. And right now, I think Vegas will beat Florida, but there's a wild card in all of this. Goaltending. The guy stops the puck, and that's something. And so when you don't have it, it can derail really good teams, teams good enough to win cups. And if you do have it, it can take average to good teams and put them in a position to win. That's just the reality of the situation. 
I'd like to know how many people actually out there, and you can text us on the Ashley Fine Flores text line, how many of you have kind of become Florida Panthers fans during the course of the play? I mean, the Oilers are out of it. I mean, do you just not care now that Edmonton's done and you want to talk about the Oilers all the time? We're going to talk a bit about the team defense coming up momentarily. But how many of you have sort of, okay, it has been impressive. It's got to be stated. And if you're in Calgary and you're seeing Matthew Kachuk, Sam Bennett, and Ryan, Blong, uh, Ryan Longberg bringing that physical impetus to the team, that's, man, oh, man, that's that's got to kind of suck a bit because those guys have brought a lot of jam, right? They have. There's another word for it. it starts with B. That's what they've brought to the Florida Panthers, right? They brought it, man. That's That team plays hard, and, and, and they had a different degree of that element in the series against Toronto and against Carolina. They had more of that. Now, I got news for you. They get Vegas. Vegas can match that. Vegas can match it. Bobrovsky, that's another animal altogether. All right. I hinted to it. I alluded to it. And again, you can text us on the Ashley Fine Flores text line at 780-496-0063. We go to the Oilers Now Audio Vault for direct workwear. Excited to announce they're opening a women's only workwear store located four doors north of direct workwear. It's a location on Gateway Boulevard. Find out more at womensworkwear.ca. On uh, Friday's show, we had Jay Woodcroft on the show. Tuesday, we had Ken Holland. Both commented on how the Oilers can improve their team defense and why it needs to be a priority in the offseason. Edmonton's defense last year, 18th in goals against Yergo, 17th this season. Again, Edmonton was number one in goal scoring, number one in the power play. Uh, they were also, uh, the last two years, 20th and 17th on the penalty kill. Here's Ken Holland on improving team defense. It's not going to be perfect every night for 82, for 82 nights. These, these other teams are NHL teams too. So, but but certainly, uh, you know, obviously we're going to try to, to to be better, a little bit better five on five. We're going to try to be, uh, you know, get the goals against down. Our our, our, our diff, we had the third best goals, the third best goal differential in the in the league behind Boston and. I think it was Dallas at plus sixty-seven. We we're plus sixty-five, but certainly a large chunk of that success was on was on the offensive side of the puck. So you know, you start to looking at these games now. Here you're watching this this round one nothing last night, and it's two two going into overtime. You know, the five four games kind of go out the window, and it's it's you're starting to tighten up. So I think part of it is you know, do we make a few changes? But I also think it's just again, it's the experience of being in these games and and and, and learning from them. Let's not forget that when the Edmonton Oilers won their first Stanley Cup and many of you listening right now were not born at that time but they won game one of the series 1-0 against the New York Islanders. Grant Fuhr got a shutout. Kevin McClellan scored the only goal. The Oilers have to focus on proving team defense. It has to be. Now I have no concerns about McDavid and Dreisaitl's buy-in factor. Okay? They scored 11 of the 19 goals against the Vegas Golden Knights. The Leafs' core four scored three in five games against Florida. Um, that said, the entire team has to work together. To, the goaltending has to be better. Uh, the defense has to be better. The support from the forwards has to be better. The team has to be has to get more committed forwards on the penalty kill. And overall, the team just has to improve its team defense. Here's Jay Woodcroft. 
that is um, you know priority one um, and I think there's there are different ways to attack that issue um, but uh, you know some of it comes from adjustments you make uh, as a coaching staff uh, it could be something penalty kill wise it could be something um, you know uh, rush coverage wise it could be something um, you know more player specific um, you know the you know, uh, it's five more saves here. It's uh, ten more shot blocks in this situation. It is um, fifteen better plays on the wall in this situation. Those are the types of things that I think add up. All right, that's uh, Jay Woodcroft, Oilers head coach. So now I'm going to throw it to you to add up. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line 780-496-0063. Ken Holland has stated that he expects Jack Campbell to be better. Uh, I do not see Campbell going anywhere, and I also don't think it makes sense to flip him for a goaltender that had a crappy year last year. I think the Oilers have got to see this Campbell process for another year. I'm not sure Skinner can be 9-14 next season, but I know Campbell can be a hell of a lot better. Uh, so the goaltending is the goaltending. They both got it at the end of the day, uh, and a lot of it's going to be Jack Campbell in the regular season. And I think it's got to be a 50-50 proposition, and I question maybe whether or not we need to think differently come playoff time. The Oilers, anything short of 47-52 to 52 wins next year would be a major disappointment for me. I expect the team defense to improve. Now, here's the question I have for you. Yesterday, David Staples was on Oilers Now and said the Oilers need to be cautious about trading Cody Ceci. Darnell Nurse and Cody Ceci had challenges against Vegas. They were outscored 6-1 to in that series. Ekholm and Bouchard kept their head above water in that series 5-on-5, five five, if you look at all the advanced metrics. Kulak had a very good playoff and was solid uh, in his pairings. Dayarnay had some rookie moments. I think sometimes he had rookie calls get made against him. That happens. Can the Oilers come back with the same three pairings? Can they come back with the same 60? Notice I'm not mentioning Philip Broberg here because I think what Edmonton needs to do with Broberg is get him playing and get him playing a lot, like 22, 23, 24 minutes a game in Bakersfield for 35 or 40 games. Remember, they had Slater Cuckoo sign on a two-year deal. He did not play the last year and a half. And Ryan Murray did not play a game for the Edmonton Oilers in the second half of the season. So they're going to replace those two veterans. Their deals are both up. I would suggest they sign another seven, uh, number seven defenseman, eight to nine hundred, and then sign another guy for the minors, preferably a right shot, since they're going to have Broberg and Niemalainen in their top two pairings. He's a, a veteran, and frankly, a veteran closer to being able to help the team at the NHL level than maybe a guy like Damaris was. Reminder, they've got Kemp and Max Warner as drafted in developing right shot defensemen that'll be down in Bakersfield next year. So can they come back with the same D? That's my question. Do you give Cody Ceci? I mean, he was really good his first year. What about his second year? We'll get to some of your texts when we return on Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer, Cam Moon's going to slide by, Derek Scott and Brendan Escott all with you on Oilers Now. Subscribe to the Oilers Now podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chat. 
I hit that button right there, Bob, 1226 in Edmonton. This gets us some text on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Bob, Matthias Ekholm needs to mentor Broberg, not babysit Bouchard. Again, you can text us 780-496-0063. Bob, uh, a few right-handed potential options for CC replacement. What about DeMello in Winnipeg? Myers, if he's bought out. Maybe a left-handed option such such as Carson Suse, a long shot. What about Neil Pionk? Uh, Mark in St. Albert says, Bob, what about uh, Scott Mayfield if we end up trading Cody Cece? Big body shoots right like Cece. I'm not giving up on Cece, however. Can he rebound and have a better year? I think that's the question. Like, he had a groin injury. It affected him during the year. I also think he might have been the defenseman that was most affected by not having Mike Smith back there playing the puck. Because Smith was good at it. And I, I put it this way. I know Cody Cece can play better because he played better a year ago, especially in the playoff series against the Calgary Flames. It's a tricky one. And it, you know what? There doesn't need to be a wrong answer on this. Lots of perspectives are allowed. Darnell Nurse uh, needs to adhere to his classification as a player. He is a defenseman. He needs to play defense. Think Adam Larson as an example. Know your role. Nurse needs to stay at home and not be the offensive defenseman he thinks he is. CC wouldn't have to clean up his mess all the time. Again, you can text us 780-496-0063. On CC, perhaps... What's that? It's the pairing that's been given away... Uh, the negatives on Nurse CC is a trade for me. Again, you can text us 780-496-0063. Oh, boy. Here's one more for you. Hey, Bob, great show as always. Oh, quit lying. Uh, the texter goes on to say, what are your thoughts on the orders acquiring Colton Pareko from St. Louis? Uh, he's got term left and would uh, solidify Edmonton's top four defense. And so you'd have Ekholm and Bouchard and Nurse and Pareko. Uh, that's a lot of money. Six and a half million bucks. I mean, I like Colton. Uh, it was wonderful together with Jay Bomeister in the shutdown role that helped the St. Louis Blues. But how does Edmonton fit that in cap-wise at this time? Now, a year ago or a year from now, if we have a 6 or $7 million jump, maybe we're having a different conversation. Off to a global news weather um, traffic update with Evan Cook. And when we come back on Oilers Now, uh, we'll hook up with Cam Moon, Bob Stoffer, Derek Scott, Brendan Escott with you on Oilers Now.